0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I Am Shatoria. I hope all is well out there. I'm excited to be back in your ears and you're listening to what we got going on today. Today, I'm really excited because I have one of my good friends here who's out here doing some different things and some good things. Um, You know, a lot of us, we tend not to wanna have certain conversations and talk about some things. We forget that people are human and we like to throw things up under the rug and don't try to worry about it. But today I have an individual who started, you know, his own business, but he started this Facebook page that has, it got me hooked and I'm able to go in and talk and listen and learn about many people. So today I hope this young man aspires you just like he aspires me um all the time. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um
1: Mr. Burns, how are you? I am doing well, Satorya. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much.
0: Absolutely. It is such a pleasure, such a pleasure. So um let's let's get started. Let's let's talk about who who you are. Who who, who is Wifer? Tell yeah. the world about about yourself.
1: Winfred Burns is uh, a father, a pastor, an entrepreneur, uh, a lover of people. Um, I love me some people—the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I love people, and I want to see people um, become their best. I want to see them fall in love with themselves uh, in such a way that they um, that they realize why they were created. And so that, I believe that every um, idiosyncrasy, every ugly thing, everything that we think is ugly was uniquely done for a purpose. And I want people to love themselves, love all of that about themselves so they can fully walk in uh, their destiny and in their purpose. But that's who
0: I am. Absolutely. And you are a dad um, to the cutest little boy ever. Um <laughs> yeah little Trey who is basically your twin. Yeah. Um yeah. how how does it feel to be a dad?
1: Ooh, it is it is amazing. I told Trey this morning that um that not only is he an amazing kid, um at 8 that he is also that you know that I am privileged to be his father. Um I see being a father as God entrusting me with something or someone um, to help cultivate and raise them so they can do what He um, called them to do. So I love being a dad. Uh, It's difficult at times, but I I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I I love fathers. Um, I definitely love fathers. I definitely love the single fathers. I think they need to have more rights for a single dad. Um, But again, that's me. I know that's another conversation, but that's just, awesome.
2: uh, yes,
0: <laughs> I'm really into the, the single dad, um, the, the, the rights for them. Um, but again, another conversation, I definitely have to bring you back for that one, because that is definitely a touching one that a lot of people don't like, but I am all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about your, your Facebook group that I absolutely love. Um, you know, like I got, I don't remember who invited me it was either you or Rashad, but I've been in this Facebook uh, Facebook group for a minute now mm-hmm. and right now you're over four hundred people in there and I actually I met my I call her my Facebook bestie
2: mm-hmm. and she's in
0: Michigan, but we are you know this is how we met and you have this Facebook group that is we talk about the raw mm-hmm. like so so tell us about the school, how you found it, what made you do it, you know so tell us about that
1: yeah, so the scoop is actually um, a part of my company, which is Global Drive Network. We're a media company um, that uh, the scoop is one of our is our weekly show. Uh, me, uh, Shaquila Willis and Kels Johnson, uh, we do it. Um, and our our vision is to raise a gen- to change a generation by raising the conversation. um so we we set out with the goal of having difficult conversations um, that will um, hopefully, get us to a point, us meaning Black people, where we can love better, uh, because you know all of us, the way our our story, the Black story in America, is so um, is so unique, because we're the only group of people who have were forced to come here, and were forced to come here and lost everything from name to identity to cultural, to you know our culture, we lost all of that. And so so we are literally, have literally taken on other everybody else's culture, but our own. And so now that we're in a space where we're trying to unlearn um, some negative things and re-engage some of our native culture, uh, we, we're finding out, just how honestly how dysfunctional we are and so because we realize we're dysfunctional and because we realize hey this isn't how we've always done things we have to you know we have to engage those conversations and we have to say listen this isn't working anymore um this the way we were doing things does not work for our community nor has it ever worked for our community and so we're unlearning things we're learning new things we're learning how to speak each other's language we're learning how to disagree we're learning how to um value women um differently we're learning how you know how some of the things that we that we thought were okay um are not okay and and so we're yeah we're we, we we do hard work um and i start so it started because really the scoop started um, in a time after my divorce, um, and I got divorced in 2014. And when I got divorced um, as a pastor, divorce is the scarlet letter, and so, um, I got no more speaking engagements, you know, people wow. no longer answered my calls. Um, I, very good friend, one of my closest friends, told me, Man, listen, you might as well. Um quit preaching and go ahead and just try to make a whole bunch of money in corporate America and try to, and sing, sing okay. R&B, because you're not going to be an effect effective in ministry anymore. Um, I had a pastor tell me something very similar. You do know that God's never going to give you a good woman, right? Because of what, what you're yeah, I, I had all kinds of crazy stuff said to me.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. so, so I started the scoop because I felt like, I still had a call, I still had a purpose, and I still wow. had a destiny. And if it wasn't going to happen in church, it was going to happen somewhere. And so I said, you know, now that I don't have to worry about the opinions of the church, I can say what, I, what I've been wanting to say, but or would talk about it in private, but would never talk about it in public. Right. Um, and so, you know, I always say that when you've lost something like I've lost, when you've lost everything and had to start all over again, then the idea or the fear um, of other people's opinion is non-existent. Um, I don't care. I care, um, but I'm not concerned about people's opinions of me anymore because I know who I am and I know what my heart is after. And I know that I would never purposely hurt anybody. And if anybody ever, you know, and I would, if I found out I hurt you, I'm going to apologize to you because I never would, I would never try to purposely hurt anybody. So once I got beyond that, it was let's talk. We got a question, let's talk about it. We want to talk about sex, let's talk about it. We want to talk about oral sex, let's talk about it. We want to talk about, you know, masturbation, let's talk about it. We want to talk about marijuana in the church. Let's, I mean, like, we're going to talk about it and we're going to work through it and we're going to, you know, we're going to disagree. But we're gonna figure it out. We talk about politics. We talk, as you know, yeah, any and everything. Nothing is off limits. The only thing I ask is, that I I literally have three rules, and that's don't call a woman out of her name, don't use the b word, the h word, um, respect each other's differences, and I and watch the show. Those are the only rules that I have.
0: Yeah, only. So, yeah. And I will say, I abide by all three.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and you know, I I, I will say, um, first of all, as a person who, me and Jesus, we tight like blue, mm-hmm. um, to hear how other people of the cloth come to another person of the cloth because something was done. We forget that people are human. Things happen we forget that some pastors are uh, let's call what it is some pastors who think they are called get into a situation and it doesn't go so well um we act like people of the cloth that is in that position don't make mistakes you know it's it's like one of those you have to be perfect in order for me to follow you and i think that's where the misconstrued notion comes in at and i'm the type of person if if I'm going to church, and this is just me, if I'm going to church and, you know, you hear people, you know, people, you know, they still fight about the tithes and offering thing. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to church and I'm paying my tithes and offering and I find out that the church is swallowing money in any type of way, I'm not about to get up and just leave unless God tells me to leave. Because at the end of the day, if I am going for the notion of getting that attention from the pastor, um, being able to be in that in crowd, then I'm already going for the wrong reason. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't want to call it church hurt, but here's the thing. It's just like a regular job. You are not going to get along with everybody. Everybody's sure. not going to be your friend. And not only that, you can't do everything you want to do. True. Sure. So, and you know, a lot of people get butt hurt and they go like, well, I don't want to be here and forget the pastor and forget them because they didn't even acknowledge me that I work this program, but that's not what, this is not why you're going.
2: Right. 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 Um,
0: but to hear people that sits in those seats come to you and say those type of things. And now I have, I have a clear understanding how and why you started the school. I, I definitely take more appreciative than what I already have because I enjoy going in here into this Facebook group and having these conversations. Because like you said, nothing is off the table. We no. talk about everything. So if anybody is like trying to find a group where they can just be, able to ask questions and get honest answers from any and everybody because we're not you so even though i'm in dc you are covering like it's a lot of oklahoma a lot of people chicago what are the areas that we're covering because again we have over 400 members in this group
1: yeah, 400 members. So the largest uh, population is, is Oklahoma and then Chicago. But we have people from the UK, South America, Congo, um, all over. I mean, not every state, but we're we're getting there. And so, um, yeah. And, and what's interesting is I probably, <laughs> we have 440-something people in there now. Mm-hmm. I've rejected at least 1,000 people. From the group, just oh. because, and it, and and it's not because I don't want them there, but you got to answer the questions. <laughs> like it's four questions oh. to get, you know, answer the questions. So I'm like, all right, I guess you didn't read. So my thing is, I would rather protect the sanctity of the group than to have a whole lot of people.
0: I like that. I I I'm in a mentoring group, and one of the things that a Social media individual said she was like, "It's not about how many likes you got. Mm-hmm. It's about the content that you have in your group, mm-hmm. about what you're putting out, and what they're seeing. And mm-hmm. if you just want a whole bunch of people to make you, you know, like, oh, I got you know over a thousand people in my group, then you're not doing anything. You're not making any moves. Correct. And so I definitely get it because we already have a very um diverse group. Mm-hmm. Um." a lot of different personalities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think mm-hmm. if we was all in one building for a party, this would be very interesting.
1: <laughs> I, this, don't know. I don't know what music we, we would play. I would be honest with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, oh, wait, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because everybody is very different. Um, and again, you know, the conversations that we have are very, I assume as very important because I like the way you throw conversations. conversation because we throw conversations about everything. I, I've seen conversations about, you know, a question that's directly towards women and it makes you think about the type of woman you are. You know, are you the type of woman? And then you know we we real quick to my mm-hmm I am I'm that woman. And some of us like wait hold on let me think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. And then you got the men, you know, you have their questions for them. And then we got the I like how you be throwing them church questions in there because when church questions get in and people start throwing out the scriptures and people like Eh-eh. but you know mm-hmm. some days I be like are oh, we about to have a keyboard war going on because right I, depends on the day and what people are in their feelings depending on what answer we're gonna get yes sure. um, we do talk about and especially right now I notice I know you try to divert conversations that we're not always talking about religion and politics I know we definitely try to divert to other questions and concerns and I know we've had questions in there about virtual learning with the kids mm-hmm. and so um it's definitely a place I would say is safe. And mm-hmm. that's I know that's my opinion. It's mm-hmm. a safe place for me. Cause I've been able to be in this place and be able to see the questions and be like, oh snap. Okay. I like the question.
1: Yeah. Wait,
0: let me think about it. Did I do that? Yeah. So um I have to put myself in check some days when I'm reading it. So but
1: <laughs> you and I- me both. And that's the but that is the that is to me a good thing because it says i'm growing i'm growing that you know i'm gonna let them live today you know what i'm not gonna do that you know what i'm gonna, he said, I'm gonna let
2: them live
1: today I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them, and, I'm gonna, and and so because as a p- pastor i've learned even my like we all have triggers and so i've learned that like in the climate of this culture um when it comes to religion there are some people who just are looking to attack religion. And you could say something that makes, that's absolutely perfect. Like it's good for us to love each other. And then you say, cause you know, the Bible says that we should love everybody. They'll agree with it, but because you use the scripture, they're like, that's trash. You're like, but you agree with it. You just said <laughs> you should love each other. You just don't like that I use the scripture reference. So I've had to learn like where my, you know, where my, um, my triggers are and to give, you know, give people grace to grow and give them the same type of mercy that I need. um, And I, and that I need, give that to them because everybody, you know, and I tell people, if you, though I would want everybody to believe like I believe, um, that's not on me to do. My job is strictly again, to love them. So um, I'm going to do that. And and, and if they don't, if they reject me or it, or, you know, the gospel, whatever, that ain't, that's not on me. Right. But, but I'm going to still do my best to love you. And we're going to get in this group and we're going to have these good conversations because, <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I, that's what we enjoy. Doing. And again, I love people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love people and I want to see people do well, which, you know.
0: And, and you definitely, we have people in the group that are doing so well. So it's really exciting to see oh, yeah. people out here doing great things, um, having great conversation um, oh, yeah. and out there supporting each other. I will say mm-hmm. th- definitely the walk in love part. You have to, no matter what the outcome is, is of something that is bad, like you said, because they reject you in the church, you still had a calling that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. um one of the things that i say on facebook all the time is we're not taking losses we're taking lessons because mm-hmm. you needed this to happen to show that you still had a voice mm-hmm. god still gave you a calling that needed to be done
2: mm-hmm. it
0: just went about in a different way sure, um it sure. didn't really change your platform at that either at um, right. so definitely you know it was like what you mean you don't take l's i was like i take an l it's called a lesson exactly. i keep going i ain't taking no losses because exactly. I do what I do. I don't have regrets about them anymore. And I see it as, hey, you know what? I learned from that. Let me move on and go to the next thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I may have failed at that, but you know what? I'm gonna keep trying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, that's what you do, especially building the scoop now. With that, you know, how are you using this to make changes in the community?
1: So oh, good question. So what are we uh, several ways? Um, so this, most recently, we are, we we did it to engage, of course, people to get engaged in the voting process. Um, anytime there is an election, we spend, we spend time having deliberate discussion about politics and policy. And so last week, that week before last, we did an entire show on, you know, the contract with Black America to really. And we went through the actual contract because, you know, we hear a whole lot of disagreement that Ice Cube talked to this person and that person. But most people didn't even read the, the thing. So right. they don't even know if it's good. So we spent time going through the contract because we want to engage people in thinking and learning. So we went through that. Uh, we, we, again, engage people to talk about voting and why voting and, you know, this, in our age group, there's this idea that we shouldn't vote. And so we wanted to really wrestle with that. Like, what does it mean for us to not vote? Is that beneficial? Is that something we should do? So we talked through that. Um, we just launched a campaign yesterday, um, our annual a holiday uh, thanksgiving campaign where we feed families every year um so the group donates and it's um however much in donations we get that's how many families we feed and i mean like full turkey dressing you know the whole thing that i that i don't need to be eating but i'm looking forward to eating anyway um (laughs) full full thanksgiving meal we feed families every year um in the cities that 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 donate and we literally shop for them deliver the food to them so 100 of our donation goes to the to these families we do the same thing at christmas where we uh, adopt families and buy the um the children we buy their toys um, and if we have, you know, money it, we buy things for the parents, you know, so um, so we do that. we we have uh, a lot of what you were saying earlier, we have a lot of businesses that have started out of this group. And so we support each other and you know, and making sure that we highlight businesses that we highlight, you know, we've got artists and mu- musicians. So if somebody's coming out with a, a new single, we play that on the show um you know we we try to highlight that and push that so we're we are constantly whatever the group and the community is doing we want to make sure that we are involved um yeah i'm trying to think what else do we do yeah
0: um, i do a lot yeah. i would me go with that music i actually have a new i have a new artist for you but we'll talk about that okay
1: later. yeah, um, live yeah have live for you. as
0: a matter of fact he, his his music is the music i use for my podcast i just you know his interview just dropped um with us as well so you know like you say it is it's definitely you guys are definitely showcasing the talent and the work of our community you're definitely showcasing the talent and the work of people in general um you're giving everybody a, a platform they can go on and feel safe on um so that's definitely a, a plus i say um a lot yeah so that is definitely a a plus in the factor because when we sit and watch your shows we we talk about the hard topics that people don't want to touch um and that's one of the things that i do truly care for in the the group is these conversations are happening in such a way here's the reason why i started i am shatori because you know you got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and like you said, you got to know who you are. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when I found me, I was like, shh, let's go ahead and do this. To where now
2: yes.
0: I'm okay with talking about conversations that, you know, I hate to say it. Black folks like to shove up under the rug. Yes, yes. We don't like to talk about molestation. We don't like talking about abuse. We don't like talking about yes. um, the family secrets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of that has damaged us in so many ways. I agree. Um, to where we get so consumed in what happened to where a lot of us ain't been set free from what happened.
2: Exactly.
0: And so that's why I'm you know, i definitely uh, a privileged one to be able to be part of the group and to see even breakthroughs happen in this group. Um, yeah. People has been set free just off of conversations and again, meeting other people because there's many of you that I have met, like me and you still ain't met face to face yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We know the Not same yet. people and we got no. the same circle, but it's like I know you forever, even though we ain't seen each other face to face. Yes. Um that's true. and so my Facebook best friend, I ain't seen her face to face, but we talk all the time. So <laughs> it's one of those things that I, I really enjoy. Like I said, it is definitely a safe haven. Now, with that, you you mentioned, you know, being divorced and everything what has been the hardest decision you have had to make between the divorce and getting into the school? What what has been that hard
1: decision that just pressed you? Ooh, okay. Um, I've never said this. I've never talked about this publicly. Okay. Um, The hardest decision that I've ever had to make is separating from my best friend.
2: Mm, Um, that's real
1: yeah and it was it was ugly and yeah and so i think that has been the hardest thing for me because i've always and i still am am committed to if i when i get put on everybody who's with me gets put on too um and so so to to know to see um somehow what god is doing in in this and to not have my dude there with me mm. is has been hard um but it was for the best and but it's been but it still doesn't make it any less difficult No, and so i one of the things what's 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 made it bearable is that in my mind I still feel like I have time you know what I mean um and and that might be a fallacy but it's like okay everything's gonna work out but that's been the hardest thing and and to know that people have this and, and to not be able to talk about it again mm. this is the first time this is the first time I've ever publicly talked that you know talked about it to this at this much so, you know, I mean, I don't oh, say anything.
0: Well, first of all, I feel honored and humble for that because uh, a lot of men don't talk about it. Yeah. They don't talk about their hurt. They don't talk about their pain um, from being divorced. Uh, but, you know, I'm a faith woman as well. So, you know, I, I said it before and I said it again, God is going to bless you with yours because, you know, that is one that's of his will Two, that is of your heart and your faith. So definitely stay in faith. God is gonna truly bless you, you know, which has been taken. And again, I appreciate you being that open about it. And, you know, hopefully it encouraged other men to be able to be open and be like, hey, I feel this way because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of people feel like divorce only hurts the females because, you know, we could be more vocal with it. men are quiet about their pain and Mm -hmm. when they're quiet about their pain this is the issue that we run into to where oh we don't we don't how can i put it we belittle men who try to show their emotional side yes um they're not a man according to society they're pumped they're wimps you don't talk about that you don't cry and this right here is why we have a lot of angry men agree um so that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had maybe sooner mm-hmm. than later uh but i definitely appreciate you being honest and like hey this is how i felt about my divorce yeah because it, divorce is like death
1: divorce is death yeah yeah, yeah divorce is the whole piece yeah. of you yes it is um and you have to get acclimated to that piece yeah. Living your life without that piece. Miles Monroe says that divorce is like losing an arm. And when you lose an arm, you have to learn how to, you still have to learn how to live your life, especially if it's the, you know, the arm that you write with, that's your, your dominant hand. You mm-hmm. still have to reacclimate to living without your dominant hand.
0: So and if you imagine the right hand,
1: having to learn how to write left handed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. And then, and then you have a child in the mix, you know, and many others, they'll have children in the mix and those things. And then, if I, I'm going to be honest, if you're not grounded, divorce can be ugly. Mm-hmm. If Definitely. you're not grounded, because then it becomes a selfish fight.
1: Yeah. Even, like, even if you are grounded, this is like, <laughs> <it's> hard. <laughs> there is no way for <laughs> it not to be hard. I don't care what anybody says. That's a true There's thing. no. Yeah. Way never
0: I've seen, seen, seen a divorce i seen some ones that get divorced and they're very you know they come like, you know what this ain't working and then i seen some you know it's straight out like they like for real like wait
2: mm-hmm.
0: you be like hold on time out mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no I I definitely appreciate it because again we need to hear more men talk about that we need to hear more men. Yeah. Say, it is okay to cry. It is okay to be in your feelings. And again, for me, I felt like this is why so many men are angry. They're not going to talk about it. They're not going to deal with it because that is how they was taught. That's how they was raised. And unfortunately, we're doing it generation by generation by generation by generation. Hence why a lot of men don't want to deal with uh, emotional beings. True. Sure. Well, sure. They just don't. Um They're like, nah, I'm good. I I don't want to deal with it. And so, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, in our community, we have a lot of men that this is, I I have this saying, and I'm very clear about when I say it, women are not the only ones that go in a relationship with baggage. True. Men do as well. But unfortunately, a lot of us only only expect a man to carry our baggage and not vice versa. Mm Mm-hmm we're not some of us are not and i'm not saying all women but a lot of us are not willing to see that men have baggage as well that men have pain as well and a lot of times we're not in the the range of wanting to pray about it be there for them and see, and see them past the hurt that they actually have to see that they have potential to see that they can get past that hurt just like we need to get past ours but it's one of those He's a man. He needs to figure it out. He should know this already. Yep. Me personally, I don't agree with it. But again, that's just me because I feel like everybody has baggage, but it is about how you handle that baggage. If you feel like that is the person for you, that God has sent you, then you got to be patient with their growth. Um, yep. and you gotta be patient with their hurt. Yep. um, I see this visual that I always say on Facebook, that black man on his one knee holding the world on top of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what it is. Like they have a, you guys have a lot. You are shouldering literally. And yes. unfortunately, a lot of you don't have support. That's true. You don't have it. So when you got society to tell you one thing and then you got everything that's already going on in the United States being another thing. And then, That woman that you adore, but at the same time, she's like, "Eh, you too emotional for me. It's like, well, wait, what do I need to be? If I don't say nothing, I'm wrong. If I say something, I'm too emotional. So what's that middle ground? So it's it's one of those things to where um, we have to learn how to grow and accept that everybody has an issue. Everybody has something about them that is not agreeable, but at the same time that they all have something that can be prayed about prayed over and look past at some point. Yes, but again, I I digress. That's just me.
2: <laughs> now you-, you, know, you know I'm set different. I'm a, You're I'm a cut good. My, my cloth You're type. good,
0: <laughs> Because you know, I, even in our group that we have, and even on Facebook, I think for me, my biggest pet peeve, and I know I'm gonna do a podcast about this, is I hate, I hate, I hate baby daddy bashing on on, on social media. That bothers mm-hmm. my soul. To the core. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I see single fathers like you and other people, like I have many men on my Facebook page and on my IG that are single dads. And when you get in a group and all you hear is he's stupid, he sucks, he he asked me, Can I get the kid? And I told, you know, I told him no, he can't get him because you know, I don't feel like being bothered. I'm like, wait, t- time out, hold hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm cut from different cloth because I just, I don't agree with it. Yeah. That's why i be like, how have I come to the world? So, um, yeah. no. So it does take a lot for men to open up and be like, Hey, this is what it is. And so again, I appreciate you trusting me enough to put that out there, especially since, you know, it's going to be out there. And Everybody can truly hear your heart and be like, this is what it is. And you know, that's that's that way of setting yourself free. So you know, yeah. you, you you got a little more free today. <laughs> no doubt. Know, no. You you let it out there, you know. Hey, now don't be surprised now. You know, females listening that you single, and they be like, oh, who's he again? So, <laughs> um, I think my Facebook friends are like private unless it's neutral. So <laughs> don't. <laughs> You never know what happened from here on out, okay? Um, so the question what? I have for you is, I know
1: who to you you, what you say? I said, I know when they start, if they jump in my inbox, I know where they
0: got. <laughs> Once they put it out there, like, <laughs> hey, when, you know? I mean, hey, you, you never know, you never know. Um, you out here hooking up other couples, you never know where yours going to come in at.
1: Who knows?
0: So now my other question is, what have you learned about yourself at, you know, as you have grown to actually love yourself?
1: Ooh, what have I, I've learned to, so what I've actually learned the most about myself is that the things that I used to despise about myself are some of the, are the things that God gave me to be uniquely myself. So Mm. So number one, I am, ai am for a man, I am, I'm an emotional man. And as a kid, I used to hate that. Uh, I used to hate that it was very, like, I was one of them kids that when you get angry, you cry.
2: Mm-hmm. And then I
1: cried. Um, and even as I got older, I was always a very emotional person. Uh, someone, a man, as a, for a man, very in touch with his emotion. And I hated that because I was teased for that. I was told that's not masculine. That's not how men are, you know. Um, and plus, I'm not a little person either. I've always been a big dude. So to see this big dude, you know, and I'm the, in church, I'm the one crying when the worship music come on. So, you know, it's, it's, I used to hate that. Like, I wish I wasn't emotional. And there was a time period um, um, before divor- divorce and right after that I didn't, that I wasn't very emotional. Um, and, what I found was that I hated it. I hated I hated being angry and mean and unable to smile and unable to f- to feel. And so I remember one day praying and saying God, um teach me how actually my prayer it was the scripture turn my heart of stone back into a heart of flesh. Mm. And as he began to do that, I realized that the thing that I was trying not to be which was emotional was the thing that helped me understand women and relationships and money (laughs) and business better than most people. I'm a good, I'm good at what I do because I can tap into emotions that most men don't understand. I can name emotions that most men can't name. And so I can, and then I've learned how to translate that into, okay, this is what she is feeling right now. And so if this is what she is feeling, this is what she needs. Mm. And that has set me apart from a lot of men and from a lot of other people who do what I do because I can feel more more than what most people and it's not a, a head thing, it's a heart thing. Mm. And as a pastor, that helps me because if somebody comes to me and talks to me, I'm you know I'm like, Jesus, I'm gonna cry with you sometimes which is what people need. They don't need to be quoted scripture. Sometimes people just need you to cry with them or just to say, I don't know what to say, but you know, this is horrible and just sit there with them, like just be present. So once I learned how to embrace that, oh, it was, it was on. I was on because now it's like, okay, God, so so you made me emotional to help, to be a blessing to other people. Now I don't have to run from that. I can embrace it. I can love it. I can, you know, I, I still want to control it, but I don't, you know, but I don't have to deny that this is who I am. And this is how you made me because my destiny needs it. Like I need to be emotional in order to fully be myself.
0: so I like how you said it's not a head thing, but a heart thing. And I think that's where, many people get themselves wrapped around if they're the head of the household they're not supposed to do this and that goes back to what you said earlier it's just loving people um but it also goes back to something that i talk about with my son is the five love language um mm-hmm. it's not just for relationships as far as like Boyfriend girlfriend type of thing. It is literally for life itself, life relationships. Mm-hmm. You gotta mm-hmm. be able to reach people where they're at in their love language in order to communicate with them. Friendship, yep. dateship, workship, whatever you want to call. Yes, even in the church, because you got those people in the church. I don't want to be touched. I'm not an offensive person. Then you got those that uh-uh, I need a hug. And then you got those that, oh, I need you to tell me I'm beautiful, you know. So um, I learned with my kids that they they have love languages too. So, you know, we got to treat the kids differently because they don't have the same love language. My daughter is very affectionate. She likes hugs, love. She would tell you all day she loves you. She wants to hear I love you. She wants to hug every 5 minutes of the day. Mm-hmm. And all I hear is, "Mommy, mommy, 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 mommy I want to hug." And and she'll sit up under me and i would be like, Janae, I'm not going anywhere." And she'll just like I just wanna sit here with you. That's her love language.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm just like, and I had to learn like, oh, well, that's her love language. Let me make sure I embrace this love language because I don't wanna be the one that turns her heart to something else because she may think that love language has failed. So when you say it's the head and not the heart, I mean, it's, it's not the head, but it's the heart, that speaks very loudly to where I'm praying that when people listen to this, that it goes all the way to the back of the room, because yeah. we have to know that um, yeah. they have to know it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, and truthfully, yeah. to be to
1: be free, you got to be vulnerable anyway. And hey, you know what's interesting? So even like you, what well, I appreciate is what you just said. It's not just about your intimate relationships. I have a, a friend who we were talking and he didn't, you know, and I used, man, you, you good, you straight, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 I'm good. But something in his voice I heard. And I was like, he's not good. And so I let the moment go, but maybe 35, 45 minutes later, I called like, okay, what's up? And he's like, what you mean? I said, I heard it and I could, I heard it in your voice. I heard something in your voice that I, and I felt that you're not right. What's up? And he just like broke down crying like, man. And I'm like, and when I do, when that happens, it's like, okay, God, this is why you gave this to me. Mm -hmm. This is why you gave this to me. Because because this is, had he not, had I not done that, he would have never told anybody.
0: No, and he would have been walking around here with anger and hurt um, because he hasn't expressed how he felt because he didn't feel comfortable with it um yep. people read spirits yep. even if they're not into that they can read a spirit or as some people say a vibe like me i can feel it when i feel it and when i feel it just like you said sometimes we got to tap into it i think people tend to forget one of the, the one of the things that i really strive into is somebody say good morning i'm gonna say good morning back or i'm gonna say good morning and when somebody you know say girl how was your day girl my day was good how was your day and when they start to tell you about that day. Listen, mm-hmm. listen to really what they're saying, because they may just mm-hmm. need to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you you know, and people laugh at me because I'm one of those ones. I've said it before in my podcast and I said it again, a friend of mine says she, one of my mentees, she told me, she's like, I, I can never tell if you don't care for someone because you always say good morning. You always ask them how they're doing. You always ask them how the family is doing, even if you don't care for them. And she was like, that takes a lot of strength. And I'm like, Ooh, that was nothing but Jesus. Cause like you said, Mm -hmm. I've been hurt. I've been hurt for being uh, vulnerable. Um, Mm -hmm. But just like you growing up, I've always been told, Latoya, you talk a lot. And I ain't gonna lie between I talk a lot and my forehead was big. It was just bad. And Mm -hmm. I hated both aspects. And the days that Mm -hmm. I shut down, well, why why are you not talking? Because y'all said I talk a lot. So there's nothing for me to say. You know, we were just playing. And as I've grown up, you know, I'm like, well, God, you know, I talk a lot. He goes, I know. I made you for that purpose.
2: Exactly.
0: And I ain't even going to lie. Let me tell you something. When 2020 started, I was not thinking I was starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. And God said, I have some things for you. And I was like, well, you know, okay, what we doing? And when he said podcast, I'm going, oh. And he was like, this is why you talk because there's things that needs to be said. Yes. And I was like, okay. Yep. Cool things. We'll do a yep. podcast. So um and the forehead, I'm just completely over. I don't even care. I'm gonna show off my forehead. I'm not cutting no more bangs like I did as a kid. Mm. Um, you know, I used to do all those things, like you said, and now as an adult, it's like, okay, I got a big forehead, who cares? So um, one of the questions I do have for you is, and I think I kind of already know the answer to this, but who influences who influences you and actually they, they, that, that push you?
1: Hmm. Okay, um, great question. So my two biggest influencers, honestly and obviously are my son. Um, my son, because um, having him having him made me say, I have to be the person that I want him to be. And he's watching everything I do.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: so once I realized just how much he was paying attention to me, and I'm still amazed at at times, um, that's one quick story. A couple weeks ago, I was, um, we were talking and, and he said, um, dad, can we only go to church on the Sundays that you're preaching? And I said, no, I said, because we don't go to church for, you don't go to church for me, you know, to hear me, you go to hear from God. And he was like, yeah, but I like listening to you. And I was like, I didn't think he was paying attention because he usually on his iPad or whatever. So I don't think he's paying attention to me.
2: Paying and
1: yeah, and he's not only is he paying attention, but what I realized was, on his, he's not just playing on his iPad. He's recording me on his iPad. Oh. I find videos on his iPad of him recording me, and I'm like, oh, okay. Or can't... he starts sitting. With it. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, he's paying attention. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, okay, I, I I see that, and I would say the other one um, is of course my dad. Um, my dad is my dad is Superman to me, um, just because seeing seeing all that he had to overcome to get to where he has. Uh, my father is um, one of 10 siblings uh, awesome. from a single mother who uh, passed at at an early age and to see him go to college, work his way up through corporate America, um, you know, minister, be who he is in the community, help raise other people's children, you know, be everybody else. Like, is, is inspiring. So my mom and my mom, of course, is my biggest cheerleader. Um, so my thing is, I don't care what other people think. Um, in that sense, my questions, my question is always simple. Is what I'm doing honoring God? Is what I'm doing honoring or bringing shame to my family? And is what I'm doing being true to myself? So if my God is happy, my parents are pleased, and I'm pleased, I'm good. So those are really the people who who inspire me and push me. But I will say this: I have been blessed along my forty-one years to have some amazing people who have pushed and spoken into my life. Um, there have been some people who, at an early age, have identified um, you know uh, giftings in me and cultivated giftings in, in me that have of um, validated that I was called and gifted and all of that good stuff so I I I cannot say that there's not been a season in my life where there was not people there who were saying you you're you're good you're going to be all right I got you back you know um so I'm I'm blessed in that area
0: so with that what is new for you and the school what what do what you got going mm-hmm. on
1: What's new? Okay, so um, every year, end of year, I do a recap for for us and and start thinking about that. So it's interesting you asked that question. Um, new things I, I, we are working on, of course, making the show better, making the group better. Um, I am looking. I always look at processes, like how can we improve processes. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me so i'm working on some changes to our communications process we are um looking to expand into more shows next year Uh um so i'm working on you know we i used to have more shows on the network but we kind of i got rid of all of them and so i'm thinking of of launching new shows in 2021 Uh um also what else is new um what else is new more, oh, uh, yes, live events. Um, of course, Corona killed our live events for 2020. So uh, yeah. just trying to re- reimagine how we can get together, even in, in a live space or in a virtual space, um, to build even more. I think what this election process uh, and what really Corona has showed us is that as Black business owners, we have to be together there's no ppp loan for us there's no idle loans for us it's going to be us and so we are working on um, i started something called the little black book of business Um, so we're expanding that which is little black book of business is just a a group of businesses who are committed to having high quality excellent quality service and providing superior products and so um because in our community that is the complaint we don't give good service and our products are usually bad. So it's like, now nah, we're going to fix that. But it's a group of businesses who are going to help promote one another and who are going to um, help um, help each other get customers. So um, that's really my 2021 goal. I mean, my co-host, of course, we're working on some uh, cross-promotional things. You know, Kells has her curvy kitten um, and she has her new show coming out, Bay or buy. Q um has some new stuff coming out. So she and I are working together on a men's line for these beers that, that I that we have. Um, so yeah, I got a lot, a lot of new stuff, plus still preaching and and yeah, trying to work on more small businesses. So that's that's really 2021 for us.
0: Oh 2020 about to be lit in the school. Okay, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm really excited and really happy for what's about to go down because it's about to go down now Definitely. um for everybody out there what how can they contact you
1: yeah um so if, uh my email is uh winford burns ii at gmail.com people can reach me there on facebook again winford burn on all social medias winford burns a second um so on, on facebook instagram linkedin twitter um all of those You can also reach me at my, you know, my phone number is very accessible. It's on my my Facebook page. So if anybody needs that, it's there. Um, Yeah, I'm just email, call. What else? Social media. Yeah. My my website is, um, my clothing line is walkroyale.com. So you can go and check that out. So that's being reworked right now, but the site is still up if you want to take a look at that. Wait, is
2: this clothing line just come in.
1: No, my clothing line is for men and women. It's being reworked right now because um not, because A I'm adding some new stuff and B so you know me and Kels, we share the website. Okay. So we had Kirby Kitten me and and Ren a big man on there. Um she has her own Kirby Kitten site now, so now we are um so we're just re rebranding. So it's been I have men and women's items on there.
0: We're going to get we're going to get out lined cuz I got an idea but food. All right, let's talk. Because I just got excited with that. So, all right, and then you guys, you can also catch him on the scoop itself if you go on Facebook and just type in yeah, thank you. T H E
1: in real, real scoop show on Facebook. It's yeah. If you go at real scoop show,
0: and please go in to be part of the group. Answer the questions. Because you're not gonna get in if you don't answer the questions. Okay, that's the thing, right? I know people say, well, why I gotta answer? Just answer the questions. Um, promise you when you get into the group you won't be disappointed you know and if you is, call me let me know, um, <laughs> you know we, we'll talk about it but no I definitely want to thank you again for being here with us today I am excited um, about all the new things that's going on for you um, I'm excited to see what's about to go down in 2021 um, and so you know we definitely wish you guys blessings on this on the business side the personal side just life in general um and we we pray for you know blessings, love and everything you give out, I pray that you are you know giving back, you know, 10 times fold So I definitely want to thank you for your time today.
1: Definitely thank you. And I wish I hope the same thing for you. And as always, if there's anything I can do to help, um, you know, I'm just a, a text or a phone call, the inbox. Well,
0: well yeah, I know how to contact you. You know, we, we you do time when I can. i am like, hey, I got a question. <laughs> but absolutely. Thank you again. But to everybody else, thank you for joining today on I Am Trattoria. Remember, you can check me out on IG and Facebook at I Am Trattoria and our website at I Am where you can subscribe to receive, you know, this information, more information on this topic and upcoming shows. You can also get some encouragement and inspirations and you can actually start buying some products because our product line is now up and going and flowing. So I thank you to everybody who is purchasing our I Am Inspire Box, which will be coming out first, second week of December. I believe we need to always walk in love, live fearlessly, and always have a whole lot of faith. As always, it's never goodbye, but see you later. Talk to you guys later.